Hi, and welcome to Meeple Leaf, the podcast for board game entrepreneurs. I am Nick Angiers. Today, I'd like to tell you a little bit about the regular local events that I've been running in the greater Vancouver area for the past year or so. So my ultimate goal with Meeple Leaf is to launch a traveling board game convention. That's my dream. So my first phase was to start a local con. But before I do that, I can't just announce that I'm doing a convention and then expect a hundred or more people to show up. I need to get involved with the community. How I decided to do that was by running local events every week where people can just come out and game and see that I'm doing events and I'm doing a good job and they're fun, uh, build that credibility with the community. I'll also get to know people and become a part of the community. So it's not like I'm, re- I'm giving them something and then I want to take back from them. It's not really like that. I want to become an active member of the community at large. My plan was to set out to find some venues in each neighborhood and then have a Meeple Leaf event running every day of the week. Uh, I would delegate the hosting duties out to other people eventually, but at first it would be all me running around and hosting an event here and there and so on. The first place I started was in Richmond, which is a big city in Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver is actually a group of cities, about 20 of them in total. It's very sprawling and it's hard for everybody to get to one place. So that was the idea behind doing multiple events. That way everyone has a friendly local neighborhood event close to them. They don't have to commute. Especially during the week, people are tired and they don't have time. They just want to go play some games after work and then go home. I found a really good venue in Richmond. It was a family-friendly pub called the Canadian Brew House, and it was great. We did one event, we had a really nice turnout of 20 plus people. People were having fun, they were buying, we had our own section. I brought like 30 games, and I I greeted people, taught them games. Overall, it was great. Uh, We had our own dedicated server, which was awesome too, but eventually we ran into some problems with that because the, the management found that it was tough to dedicate a server just to our section because we'd have a group of people show up at about six o'clock between six and seven there'd be a window where everyone's buying and then after that it kind of drops down you know we'd buy a drink once in a while or people would buy food late i think the biggest hurdle with this event was we ran three in total one a month for three months but they were run through a head office in ontario another province so Not only did I have to pitch to the manager and have him on board, he had to pitch to head office. And when they see uh, 20 plus people, they don't think that much of it, even though that's like a good five, six hundred dollars that we're bringing in. But unless it's much more than that, then they're not going to want to pay any attention to us. Uh, That was really tough because I had no contact with head office. Uh, The manager was really on board, but once they say no, there's nothing we can really do. If we all really want to run the event, there's always a solution for everything. Like with the server, we can just say, okay, we'll have full service between six and seven. uh, And then that way we're not stealing a server from being able to work other sections. Uh, There's lots of things we could do. We could even say, we don't have a dedicated server. Just go order at the bar. People I think would be fine with that. Or if someone wants to order, I can run over and, and bring a server over to take their order. So they don't have to come and check all the time. But the problem is they didn't want to have the event there. I thought it was great from both their perspective and from mine, um, but it just didn't work out. In the future, when we have bigger groups, then I'll approach them again. 
I did eventually find a venue that worked really, really well. This is in another part of Vancouver, Burnaby. It's right near a SkyTrain. That's the main method of public transportation in Vancouver. So this is called Firefighters Pub, and it's called that because it was founded by a group of firefighters. So all the firefighters have the retirement parties there and such, but of course it is open to the public. It's family friendly. That's very important because I want it to be a friendly local game night, uh, not people getting plastered and swearing and stuff. So family friendly and they have great food. And I think most importantly is it's managed at the restaurant level. So it's not a franchise. It's just the one restaurant, the manager, everything that we do, I discuss with him and then we give feedback to each other. It works great. It also helps that the manager is very, very supportive of our event. They want us in there. Uh, they've had success with doing trivia nights on Friday nights. Now they have groups of at least 60 people, sometimes over 100 people every Friday night coming in to play trivia, and it's a big cornerstone of their weekly business. So they see the potential in doing a game night, and they just happen to be thinking about something like that. Uh, and then I walk in the door and said, I want to do a game night. I'll do all the hands-on work. I'll bring the people in. All you have to do is um, provide us space. And in addition to that, they provide us with even more. Uh, they give us door prizes every week. So we have two gift vouchers for the restaurant itself. So you can uh, come out there and play a game. And just for playing, you'll get entered automatically into a draw to win one of these vouchers. And you essentially get your meal for free. Also, the host, which is me, gets a meal voucher each week. If we have a really small group, less than 10 people, then I probably won't draw all the vouchers because the last thing we want is for them to lose money on our group. I'll maybe just draw one of them, or if we have six or less, I might not draw either of them. But that's a really cool thing to say to people. You know, we have door prizes. Monday nights, come out and play games. Uh, I chose Monday night because there was another really successful board game event. Now, I didn't want to just copy them or steal people from their group, but I had been to that, and it was great that they're getting such a great turnout. They are posted on a really popular meetup group called Extremely Shy, so every week they have lots and lots of events of different kinds. It's not specifically for gamers. But what I found at the event was they had like 80 people each week, so it was really hard for the manager to actually manage the group and greet everyone, get everyone sat down and see what kind of games they like. The games that they had for everyone to share were actually physically falling apart. Uh, it was also hard to ensure that everyone was buying. So I wanted to give people an alternative. You know, Monday nights there's Toby's, uh, but then there's also Firefighters Pub. Uh, they're both easy to get to. Come check it out. Uh, I didn't get a whole lot of people doing that. They were mostly still going uh, to Toby's, but once in a while we'd get some crossover. I did also find out that Toby's is actually closing down, and I had heard about that before, but during the COVID-19 pandemic it became official. So hopefully we become the new safe haven for uh, that group. That would be really cool. Uh, it's on the same night, so they don't have to change their routine. Okay, so let's talk some numbers. Now, this is part of my strategy in that with these weekly events, Smaller groups, I'm not going to be making any money. I'm just going to be getting my meal paid for, so that pays for my time. But uh, if we're getting bigger groups of like uh, $1,000 coming in, then they're going to start paying me $100 was the, the deal that we agreed upon. Uh, and if it's $600, I think it was 50 to me. It takes some time to, to, to build up to that, but I think we're on our way. Once you get a dozen people each week 
people see that, they know that there's going to be a dozen people there, so they feel comfortable coming out. And then once you have 30 people, other people are like, oh, I want to go to that too. And then it really just snowballs from there. So building up that, that first foundation of regulars is really the tough part. And I had just achieved that before the pandemic hit. But that's okay. We'll come back to it in full force. So that's how I'm monetizing for that. With the host, part of my plan from the beginning was that I'm going to have to travel, right? I go to Asia every year. Sometimes I'm just not going to be around every Monday night, every week of the year. So I want to have uh, ambassadors who can take over the hosting duties when I'm not there and eventually all the hosting duties. And I would need one person each week, but I wouldn't want to ask the same person to do that each week. That's too big of a commitment. So I'd have essentially four people and then each one would just have to commit to one day a month of hosting. And it's really just two hours because we start at six, people show up, you know, you greet the people, get them into games, teach some games. Eight o'clock, I do the door prizes. After eight o'clock, it really slows down. Not a lot of new people show up, maybe one or two, but you can just sit down and play a game after that. So I think it's a pretty good deal and it's fun. It's fun to, to meet and greet people. Some people like teaching games like me. That would be one criterion that I would look for in people. Now, if the meal voucher, which is $25 and only having to do it for two hours is not enough incentive to get regular people to be hosting, then that means there's a problem with my model. So I need to add more incentive or make the, the duties easier, you know, less commitment. We'll see when that time comes. Another great thing about these regular events is that they're uh, an easy way to get the word out for special events. Firefighters Pub has proven to be an awesome location to do weekend events, especially during the day. So I can do mini cons. They have lots of space, which is awesome. Also nice big heavy wooden tables that don't bounce around. We can move tables around. They give us our own section where we can turn up the lights. Also very important. Special events tend to work better on the weekends because during the week people have a routine. On the weekend people like to do things that are out of their routine. By having special events at the same location, people can be like, oh, uh, have you heard about the Minicon next month? Uh, I know this place. This is a comfort zone. I know a lot of the people who are there. Uh, maybe I've been to the last one. There were 50 people there. So I know that this one is going to be at least as cool, if not more. And then my long-term strategy with this is to have a series of these events all over uh, the area, also in different cities. You know, if I can operate them remotely and just train people to, to host for me, then I'll be able to be more hands-off with it and just macro manage. So I can do that uh, all over, even out of province. All those will go towards building up towards these traveling conventions in these cities. In addition to my firefighters pub event every Monday, I also have one other host venue that's been working really well. This is at a bubble tea shop. Uh, it's a little bit more towards central Vancouver, but it's not near a SkyTrain station. So it's been a little bit tough to grow the group. Usually we're getting about half a dozen people, sometimes more, sometimes less. Um, but people who work or live in that area really appreciate having the venue there. So this is a smaller venue. We'd probably max out at a dozen or so, but it's good to have it in another location. The owner of this venue is also very cooperative and very willing to post about us on social media. We have Tuesday nights set aside for this one, so we're the, the main group in there. And people come out and they just have uh, a fun time. So those are the two groups that I'm working on for now. My Monday nights and Tuesday nights, that's what I've been doing every week. Uh, going to these events and then going home. It's quite a commute for me to get home, so it is a, lo a lot of time and energy. But you gotta make some sacrifices if you're gonna achieve your dreams, right? And I know that in the future it'll all be worth it. 
So that's my plan for the next phase is to start delegating out the hosting duties to other people. And then once I've done that, I can focus more on the special events and getting word out there for those. That's it for this episode. Speaking of special events, that's what I'd like to tell you about on the next episode. I've run all kinds of different you know, mini cons, uh, board game design jams, tournaments in Vancouver, a, a lot of experimental stuff, but all of it has been really fun and really cool. So tune in for that. Thanks so much for listening and happy gaming.